Y'all ready to get this started? Three, two, one. Dream Home Hunter Audio. This is Dream Home Hunter Audio. The show that covers the hottest trends for the home and interior design. We interview top designers and industry experts to learn the art and science of making a house feel like a home. Learn the latest hacks to get more time so that you can live your dream life. Now, here's your host, Keith Pratt. All right, thanks. Today I have with me Miss Tracy Lambert. She's going to be an interior designer, and you're based out of Oklahoma City. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's right. Fantastic. And we'll go ahead and get started. How did you get started with interior design? Um, I have always had a passion for the arts, and I have a servant's heart, so I love helping people, and I believe that home uh, should just be your safe place to land Mm -hmm. in this chaotic world, and especially now um, with, you know, the pandemic, uh, a lot of us are having to readjust, and home Mm -hmm. has many, many things to us, office, school for our children, so I think that home should, excuse me, be a place where you feel most comfortable. And so my goal is an interior designer and a stager um, and even specializing in redesign is helping people to get to that place where they love their home, where Mm -hmm. they enjoy the space that they're in, um, where they feel that it's comfortable and they're not looking at paint color thinking, you know, I just, I just don't (laughs) want to be here. I just can't stand the color of that wall. You know, it doesn't need to be a distraction. It needs to, to just be a warm, comfortable place where we can land. I might steal that phrase from you, a safe place to land. I like that. That's a, that's a very succinct and perfect uh, description of what home can be. And so uh, for people not familiar with some of the advantages, what are some advantages of using an interior designer? We'll talk about staging in a second, but how about specifically for using an interior designer versus just thinking that they could just do it themselves? I think that's the misconception you just touched on right there. I think, um, you know, not to discredit the validity and um, just the imagination and creativity that, you know, HGTV and the DIY programs bring Mm -hmm. to the table. Um, A lot of great things can come from that. Unfortunately, I've seen so often where it's gone south. Mm -hmm. Um, Products have just not gone well Mm -hmm. um, from stripping wallpaper to not getting the shade of the color that they wanted to paint, mm-hmm. which can offset a design entirely. Um, something as simple as paint color can throw the whole scheme of the room off. Mm-hmm. And so just understanding design is why you want an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you trust someone with your stocks, you trust, um, you know, someone to, help you with navigating processes like stocks. Mm -hmm. So why not bring in an expert to help you with something as important as your home or selling your home or elevating it to a place where you love it and where you want it to be. I think you touched on one thing. Most definitely. That's one thing I try to explain. And and one thing I feel as well is hiring an expert to do. And I always, I kind of like using the example, like uh, changing oil in the car. Like I, I don't know. I know technology. I know computers and no service industry, but I don't know much about cars. So if I tried to change my own oil, it would end up taking me more time, costing me more money, and I would end up probably messing up something. So it's much better to pay an expert because it comes back and, and gives me the advantage of both time and money in the time. That's perfect. It's done correctly. That's perfect. Well and done. then versus interior, what I know because I'm in industry, would explain to people the difference and advantage of using a stager when you're selling your home. That's a big one. Um, I think even more than 
falling under just the interior design umbrella. Mm -hmm. Staging is a big misconception for a lot of people, and they really struggle with allocating the funding for something like that. Mm -hmm. um, because for me, it's as simple as this. People need to be able to see themselves in your home. Right. If you are selling your home and it is full of all your wonderful memories as it should be, mm -hmm. um, but you have your refrigerator smothered and covered with artwork, lots of family photos, people cannot see themselves in the home. They can't see the beauty of the, the structure, the bones, the lines of the home. They can't mm -hmm. see past you. Right. Um, so a stager can come in with a very unbiased eye and help you change that mm -hmm. and, and clean it up and make it very neutral. Um, and I really have seen the impact of doing that for clients and I've seen the benefit and they've seen it. So I think I just tell people, take, take the chance, <laughs> you know, take it, pay that money up front. It's an investment. You're going to get that gain back and you're going to be so happy because you can't, put a price on your time and that stress and you're removing all of that by bringing someone in to navigate that for you and you're going to feel empowered by it mm -hmm. and then it's going to be done Most and you're going to reap the benefits. Another example, using an expert, like I said, you can't, it's really hard to save time, but you can definitely buy time. And that's one of the ways that you can go about doing that. So if someone is interested in working with an interior designer, what are the same, some of the things they need to plan or gather or get, or get together so that the meeting goes more fluidly? Absolutely. Well, in this day and age, we're very, very fortunate to have things like Pinterest and social mm -hmm. media. So I utilize that. I tell people, you know, um, if you don't have a lot of time to meet up, mm -hmm. if you want just to get um, kind of a springboard, some navigation, I usually let clients send me some of those things ahead okay. of time, even prior to the meeting. It's That's fine. Right. We can we can do that. Um, they can give me, we can do a secret board. They can send me some things that way. That gives me a lens into their style, okay? Right. Where it used to once be maybe, you know, clippings from a magazine or things like that. We've mm -hmm. come so far from that. <laughs> um, sometimes people will have something that belonged to their grandmother. You know, mm -hmm. maybe they want to do something even, you know, more of a Southern charm or maybe an older old world style or something. They have an inspiration piece. They mm -hmm. have something that's very sentimental to them. I I'm open to that. You know, if they have a, something that's special to them and that is an important element to them, um, if it's a floral pattern, if it's, um, you know, blue willow, you know, if it's something specific that they want to utilize in the kitchen, it's mm -hmm. a feature, you know, whatever it is, small or large, um, I always encourage them, you know, bring it. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Which whatever's speaking to them, whether it's, like I said, you know, something from Pinterest or something actually organic that they have, mm -hmm. um, what's ever inspiring to them. I work for them and I want to help get them there. Most definitely. It kind of touches on the next question. So once you, like you have something personal from them, that kind of gives you a direction mm -hmm. to get started. Then as a professional, without giving away any professional secrets, how, what, do, what do you get you inspired and how to get you in a direction of, of creating that vision for them? I think um, listening. I think um, really hearing them. Mm -hmm. I have uh, worked with a lot of people who did not feel heard. Mm -hmm. um, one of the misconceptions that I have run into from listening to clients is some designers can 
inflict their design onto the client. Right. And that does not make the client feel hurt. Mm -hmm. um, meaning, or more specifically, um, say someone doesn't want to do something more modern. Mm -hmm. Or say someone doesn't, maybe even more important, like nowadays, uh, farmhouse style. Mm -hmm. You know, farmhouse is very big. A lot of people really love it. And a lot of people don't. Um, so really listening to what mm -hmm. they want and helping them get where they want to go. And not trying to put the trends into their home, not trying yeah. to make them fit a mold or an aesthetic, hearing and listening to what they are telling me they want in their home. I like yeah. the how phrase, kind of like how you said it, because basically like if a designer inflicts their opinion, it's, that's something that you do to someone versus listening is something that you help with. So and, I yes. love I love that too because it's you know just even in even because our relationship with the client is a relationship and just like relationships, listening and being heard are also two different things. So you can being listened to is one thing, but actually hearing is a is a yeah. skill. So that's something that's mm -hmm. a item of a professional as yourself. So I appreciate you enunciating that, making that clear for people. Um, what's a common myth that someone has about the services that you offer? Uh, I think piggybacking on what I said, um, it's going to be ghastly. It's going to be so, so expensive. They're not going to listen to me. Mm -hmm. They're going to come in and tell me what I need to do, what I have to do, whether it's staging. Um, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, take everything out of here. I'm going to have to bear, you know, empty out the room. I'm going to have to get a storage unit. I've heard right. that before. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and then also that it's just extremely expensive. And there are there are designers that can run a very high ticketed, um, you know, price for mm -hmm. certain. I did redesign, and that's what I started with was redesign and staging, mm -hmm. primarily because existings is redefining redesigning. Right. It was from my heart. It derived from a place of how can you utilize what you already have and see mm -hmm. it in a new way. So sometimes I would pull furniture from a different room. Um, and do one day makeovers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, design doesn't have to be brand new. Let's go buy everything brand new mm -hmm. and just load a room and make it all new. That, mm -hmm. that doesn't have to encompass design. Design can mm -hmm. be just giving a room a whole new look. Most definitely. And I think that's a common thing that I'm saying as well, working with good professionals is that if you first establish that relationship, something that's synonymous between both and then listening and have as their communication, as long as their communication, I believe that you can stay within budget and you can both be overly happy with what you get and not worry about breaking your bank as well. Exactly. So that's communication is a big point there. Um, if uh, describe a project maybe that did not go as planned once you got started and how did you overcome those obstacles to uh, meet the client expectations? Um, two came in, into my mind, and they were both very, very similar. So I'm going to kind of morph them into one experience <laughs> because they're very similar. Okay. Um, I would say the biggest thing is when I would go to do the actual design of the room or the makeover, and this mm -hmm. would be with existing, this would be with the redesign makeover aspect of it. A lot of times the client would not have done what we had communicated before. Right. Um, empty the room, <laughs> clean the shelves. Um, so there were a couple of times twice when I got into a situation where the room was a train wreck. Mm -hmm. It was not ready. Well, 
you know, the, the bid had been done, but everything had been signed. All the walls had been painted. The floor had been installed. We were ready to load the room. It was, right. it was showtime. It was go time. Right. And the homeowner's gone and they leave me to come in and do my magic. And nothing that we had communicated had been done. <laughs> so then as a professional, I'm in that tight situation where, you know, I either decide, okay, do I call the homeowner and then have a conversation and delay everything? Or do I go ahead and just make it happen? <laughs> and both times I just dug deep Man. and I made it happen. <laughs> and then at the end, when you know it was all said and done then i had the conversation right. at the very very end about you know just communicating you know mm -hmm. where did where did i fail in that communication you know because i don't i don't want to be taken advantage of mm -hmm. it was a learning experience for me it was very early in my career but at the end of the day the client was happy they loved the design and it was it was a win as a whole and it was a learning experience for me so it wasn't anything where the project went wrong in terms of the wall didn't come down correctly mm -hmm. or the floor was a train wreck it was mm -hmm. just kind of something i had to learn as a professional mm -hmm. um not to really be taken advantage of it was a right. hard lesson to learn um, yeah be being able to uh adjust the changes on the fly that's also another sign to know as a, as a professional that gives us a strong advantage over someone that be definitely be more rigid as far as not wanting to make changes or have a specific vision that they want to do so being able to get the project completed yeah. is the most important thing if you yeah. Could, uh, if you could remove all bears and constraints, what's like a dream project that you would love to do or, or a person that you'd like to work with? Oh, my goodness. Well, I didn't know about a person, but um, <laughs> I could think of a lot. Say a project. A person would be Lenny Kravitz in a heartbeat. <laughs> 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 because he, he's, he's quite the designer. A lot of people don't know that. Um, but uh, his furniture is phenomenal. But um, yeah, it, would be the built, it would be the Biltmore Estates. Okay. Um, I, in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, North Carolina. Um, okay. I was born in Oklahoma, but grew up in Kentucky. Okay. So on a very personal note, I love me some Southern design. <laughs> and, uh, I do. Um, now, having said that, I'm not one of those designers that throws it at my clients. Right. So fear not, fear not. <laughs> but um, uh, the Biltmore is a historical uh, landmark now. It was made historical in 1963. Okay. It's been there since the 1800s, and it is breathtaking gorgeous. It has an inn. They now have a vineyard. So I would just like to have one room. Mm -hmm. Just, <laughs> just one room. give me one room. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it, hands never down. Know. Never know that one can room. happen. Second to last question, if you had to define it, what does home mean to you? I thought about this one a lot. Um, again, I think kind of speaking to the earlier part of the conversation, mm -hmm. I think home just home is your heart is the heartbeat it's mm -hmm. it's where everything happens it's where your memories are your your laughter your breaking bread with those that you love your friends your family i think it's where it's all at awesome. um you you work hard and you play hard but at the end of the day even when you go away even when you take that vacation you know where do we all want to go when yes. we're done when, when it's all finished at the end of the day we want to go home. Oh, yeah. So home exactly. is everything to me. Home is my heartbeat. Home is my haven. And it's my favorite place to land. Oh, I like that answer. I like the answer. Um, besides taking engineering, I come from a food service background. So it's like a food question. What is the place that you want to go eat that you've been missing lately? Oh, hands down. Uh, it would be Destin, Florida. 
Okay. I'm a beach girl. Okay. I, I, I love me some sunshine and I love me some beach and I love me some seafood. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I, I've been to lots of beaches. Mm -hmm. um, not, I've been to Putacana. That would be another one. But Destin um, holds very special memories for me. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a little restaurant on the beach and it's called the Back Porch. And they have a, a sandwich called, it's a mahi-mahi fish, and it's phenomenal. That's and I, I would go there right now if I could, Keith. Right I hear now. you. I, I love seafood. <laughs> and uh, it's funny you say back porch because last year my fiance got to go to Destin for work. And uh, I think she took an Instagram picture at, at that location. So. Did she? Yes, yes. yes. So she kills me. I'm jealous <laughs> of both of you. So if uh, people want to get a hold of you, Tracy, what's the best way to get a hold of you if they want to get, talk about design services? Um, absolutely, LinkedIn. Just shoot me a message and I will get back with them. Um, my cell phone is on there as well. I'm right. always available through the cell phone or LinkedIn. What I'll do is I'll also get some links in the description so people get a hold of you. Thanks, Miss mm -hmm. Tracy. I appreciate it. It's been a great conversation. Oh, it's been a great pleasure. Thank you for having me, Keith. You bet. Have a great day. You too. Join us each week on Dream Home Hunter Audio. If you have any questions about buying or selling your home, give us a little time so we can save you a lot of time. Contact us at keithpratt.co or call Keith at 405-320-9776. You all won't forget about us now, will you? And remember to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Dream Home Hunter Audio, a Keith Pratt collaborative.